0: Hey, what's going on? Uh, this is Matt Baca, your host for another movie standoff podcast. This week it's the prequel of Han Solo's life called Solo, uh, a Star Wars story. And um, we have two great guests in the uh, in the studio that are going to debate this. Uh, John Yabes, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, Matt. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, you this bet. Is, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. I like your little notebook with the Lucha Libre yeah, yeah, stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Uh, and then our second guest is... Uh, another comedian and writer, Foxy Sellers. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Excellent. Hi, Star Wars fans. (laughs) Excellent. You have such a nice timber to your voice. And we're going to get right into it. John uh, flipped, and he is actually going to be arguing the pros of Solo, and he is actually going to go first, and we're going to go and give him six minutes on the clock starting now.
1: All right. Six minutes to describe this – Listen, man, I love this movie. It just on the basis of being a movie, I thought it was really great, you know? Like, the storytelling and the characters, you know? Especially, like, anything set in the Star Wars universe. I think anything... The more Star Wars you get, is always a good thing to me. So I mean, like, and especially with the, especially with a character as beloved as Han Solo, you know, definitely a character that you want to get more of a background on. So I think for the first, for the first part, I think uh, they did a great job with uh, kind of fleshing out a lot of uh, Han Solo's background in this movie. I feel like him as a character gets fleshed out in a way where it, it kind of throws you for some loops, but I think those loops are uh, kind of, kind of gel back into just the overall bad ass character that he is, you know what I'm saying? Where he is he's kind of shmarmy, but uh at the the center he's a very he's a very moral character. Uh and along with that I think just the story itself is really great. I think the uh fact that uh they explain uh his whole this his whole pitch of uh getting hired because of doing the kessel the the, the 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 I'm gonna the Kessel run, right? I'm not screwing that up. <laughs> Yeah, it's the Kessel. Ring. Okay, for so, for the longest time, I kept calling it the Kessel Ring. <laughs> and I don't know if i I mix that in with something else, but like the whole fact that that gets explained, uh, the introduction of Chewbacca, I, I, I called him Chew Badass in this movie. You'd, like he's he's always been kind of a badass. You've always kind of known that he's a kind of for, a force to be reckoned with. But like the fact you got to see a younger version of him, and the fact that he got you got to see him kind of uh, flex his muscle, I guess you could say. Uh, it was always. It was always good. Good. And uh, I mean, like, what more can you say about like Lando Clarissian? Uh Donald Glover is is as great as that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got you got you got kind of the background between him and Han Solo, and why Lando like hates his guts. And I think they they do a really good job explaining that. Uh, but I mean, like, uh, even even saying all that, I think this movie just in general, just if you love if you love the old like an old fashioned Western space sci-fi movie this kind of hits on all on all of that and all those points and uh, the fact that they were able to make a movie that uh, in the Star Wars universe as entertaining as this without mentioning the force or having any kind of kind of lightsabers or anything in it, or jedis you know what I'm saying like th- this in itself is this little kind of small snippet of uh, Star Wars uh, canon. I feel like they did a great job uh, without uh, hitting the major points that kind of connected it to the bigger Star Wars uh, uh, franchise. So, um, and like, uh, just, just the, just the way it was written and directed, I feel like, you know, it, it moves, at, it moves at a pace where it's like, I never felt bored. I just felt like, I, I felt like it, it kind of kept a pace where you're kind of always wanting to see what's going to happen next. And like, I think the action scenes are really well done. I mean, like it starts, the movie kind of starts off with a bang and then, uh, the introduction is, is great. It's like, it, it felt like really, Almost kind of an old school. Uh, like I, I feel like if you were if you were a fan of like uh, like the Indiana Jones or like those old eighties action adventure films, this is like a a perfect kind of like the, the the way they set the tone off right at the beginning, where it's just he's escaping from. It was very Indiana Jones like, and I, I really enjoyed that. It's like it, it kind of you don't need you don't need an exposition. You don't need Han Solo giving some kind of monologue to explain his his or exposition of explain his motives it's all it's all on the screen right at the beginning so i mean uh i i was a huge fan of just the action scenes and this was great especially especially the cat like uh, uh especially that castle run it's it, <laughs> it's kind of funny how he kind of focuses on that whole time limit thing when you find out <laughs> <laughs> the bigger picture that Kessel Run is just more than that. But to me, that to me that to me that's that, that's very Han Solo-esque. Where he leaves out the major bits and he's all about the the statistics and the facts, I guess. But uh, uh, even in that, I think there's like a lot of there's a lot of great nods to the other films, and even like a big kind of. Uh, there's a, even like a big kind of reveal at the end, which which I was a huge fan of. It's, almost like there's there's been a lot we can of can tell reveals, right? You can, yeah. You yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Got you, yeah. got you. The whole yeah, it, no, the whole Darth Dar- the whole Darth Maul thing I thought was very cool. Uh, you know, like. Uh, uh, I've watched all the films, you know. Like I'm, I, I, I'll say I'm not the biggest like Star Wars lore guy, but like just to see that guy again, I feel like this has kind of been a year of redemption in a lot of films, you know. Like you got the, you had the like the Juggernaut and Deadpool, and like now Darth Maul has kind of come back, and now you can kind of maybe maybe they could f- flesh some th- some things out with him in the in in some future him. and So like, so it, in a way like it. it, it, it it gives itself a good base of like uh, establishing a, a, a new uh, this new kind of prequel franchise, <laughs> which is kind of weird, but like uh, at the same time great. Like more just more of that, I am always excited for, and the fact that they're able to bring back some of these other characters, at least acknowledge the fact, at least Disney go, is going out out of the way to acknowledge the fact that they're gonna bring some of the stuff back f- that that fans uh, will recognize and hopefully do it justice in the future films. Um, so, I mean... 20 seconds. All uh, right, uh, oh, 20 seconds. Besides that, yeah, I just, like, above all, like, I just had a great time watching this film. I thought it was, I thought it was just fun. Uh, I thought Han Solo was, it was great. Uh, I mean, like, of course, you're, you're never going to replace Harrison Ford, but I think this kid, the, the guy that played him did the best he could <laughs> with, what, with what he got, and I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. So, I mean, like, it, it was great. I had a, I had a great time.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much, John. And now we're going to go on to the uh, the con. Oops, the, uh, the cons with Foxy Sellers. And we'll give you six minutes on the clock.
2: I think you said it best where they're like,
0: eh, he wasn't bad. That's,
2: that's, that's going to be my, my twist on this too, pretty much. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. It, it, was, it was fast-paced. It was moving. It was a, a fun movie to see in general, however... These, um, these prequels, you'll, uh, I'll call them the, the kind of the solo type movies, um, they, they seem like they're all a prequel to one movie in the original trilogy. Rogue One was a, was a prequel to A New Hope and this one seems to be you know, the, uh, a prequel to the quintessential Han Solo movie. Um, I would have thought, though, that they would have, the exposition would have been a little more like a Western, like like you said, that that's why you liked about it. That was my problem. I was expecting it to be like a slow type Western that would ease into it. It wasn't, um, it was just kind of like right out of the gate. If you ever see a Star Wars movie, right out of the beginning, they pan to somewhere in space and you see a ship and you're like, okay, what's going on here? They're going to set up the scene. Nope. Boom. Han is in, us, in a speeder. He's flying down the, the street. Boom, boom, boom. He's like han needs an intro scene he needs a scene where you're like they pan to him and you're like oh who's this guy he got none of that he's immediately just some kid flying down the street done um one thing and and i I compared this one to empire empire being my favorite movie period of like all movies um this was kind of like it destroyed my favorite character and my favorite character is the millennium falcon and that's the most important character if you watch empire strikes back It's basically the reason that they survive. It's the reason why they, it was the propeller for the whole story. Um, It always kept all of them at arm's length from the Empire. And then finally at the end, they get away because the Millennium Falcon gets away. In this one, they destroyed the character because it's pretty much like it shows up late. It doesn't work until you download some sort of women robot into its computer (laughs) PC. And then and, and here's the thing that, that gets me is there's supposed to be a relationship between Han and the, and the Millennium Falcon but this this ship had a really great relationship with Lando it treated it right it, it kept it clean it kept it up to date it, it was it was working spectacularly and then this guy comes along and beats the shit out of it it's just like it's like an abusive boyfriend that comes along like no he treated me right but I'm gonna go over with this guy that just knocked the crap out of me he's the guy for me now the millennium falcon seems like an idiot in my eyes it's like it just the character kind of got ruined for me there um another thing too is han if if you see all the other movies han is the one character that stands next to chewbacca and doesn't look like a midget this they cast like tom cruise height kind of guy i mean the guy looked tiny next to him he looked tiny next to everybody the one thing I, I had a problem with is the fact that, I mean, he, he had great charisma, but, you know, the, the guy just didn't have the look, uh, didn't work for me. Um, what else? The, uh, the, whole, the Kessel Run, um, you know, this is this mysterious lure that we've been looking forward to all this time, and it ends up just being some sort of 20,000 leagues under the sea. A giant squid in space. Can can that happen? I don't think that can happen. The size the size of a black hole, and they end up having to download this like female robot into it, which that's another thing. I, you know, and I'm I'm all for movies being part of the times, but this movie seemed like it was too tied into the Me Too movement, where this, this woman was fighting back for her rights, and she helped the, the movement of all the other robots get out of there, and I'm like, fine, but the thing is, like, this is a Han Solo movie. And when I think Han Solo, I really don't think the Me Too movement. You know, I think of a misogynistic jerk who treats a lot of people like crap. I mean, he clearly treats the Millennium Falcon like crap. He treats all women. What's he? what's he called Leia through, all through Empire Strikes Back? Calls her your worstfulness. He's just a jerk to her, and, and she likes it too. Maybe that's the running theme in, in these Star Wars movies. It's like all oh, the women they, they like to be beaten. They like to be treated like crap. It just doesn't make sense, you know. A um, couple of holes there too. You know the the coaxium, which is the is pretty much the the MacGuffin for the whole story. Uh, the, the concept was that they had to get it there in a certain amount of time, making it that's why we had to do the 12 parsecs or a, sh- a shorter distance of time. Um, but they had plenty of time to plan this out. Why didn't they just what was that? Saffirine was the place that they had to go and unload it. Yeah, where they- why didn't they go there first and get the equipment so that they could freeze it or do whatever, do whatever they had to do and then go get it? And then the, the whole story would have been just a lot easier, but no, they had to be idiots and like, let's just do this by the seat of our pants, They were clearly planning they got everybody together why did they have to do it that way doesn't make any sense to me um another thing too is the uh the there the reason why empire works is because empire has three main characters one major villain and then, you know, this vast universe. This movie seemed to have like seven major characters. 30 seconds. 40 ancillary characters. And then, what, four villains? That are five or six villains that kind of switched off. One guy was a good, good guy at one point, and then he would find out he was a bad guy. And then, and then my biggest complaint is the, the cloud riders. The, the woman who shows up then takes off her helmet at the end, she, she seemed like a Mad Max-ish, like, badass character, and then all of a sudden she takes her helmet off, and it's like, hi, I'm Pippi Longstocking. How's it going? <laughs> She's got freckles, curly red hair. I mean, are you serious? And that's, that's my biggest complaint, so I'll end with that.
0: Great, excellent. All right, thank you. And now we're gonna give you guys 90 seconds, and uh, we'll start back with John. Your 90 seconds starts now.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, so I guess this is the rebuttal portion. And, like, I just want to say, like, you made some really good points. <laughs> but I'm going uh, to have to rebut. Don't open with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It's, I know. I'm weakening my own argument here. But, uh, my God, you mix it. Uh, you know, like, uh, I think that, um, uh, the... Yeah, the the guy who the guy comes off too short. I I agree with that, but I think like uh, we are talking about a younger Han Solo, so uh, maybe at some point they'll they'll establish that he gets bigger, <laughs> becomes more Harrison Ford esque. But I think like you know, with, he gets stretched by the Wookiee. He pulls his arms apart a little know, bit. Yeah, his legs. you know, just uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I th- I think like, but the the whole point of the uh, the the whole Falcon thing too is that like, I, I think it, I think it does kind of shape the relation like the kind of the characteristics the differences I think between Han Solo and and Lando where you know Lando is a very outward guy you know what I'm saying Han is a more functional he just wants things to work you know so like he doesn't really care how it looks does it work you know and I think would you rather have uh, would you rather have functionality or, or appearance? Right. And I think like that lends more to Hans kind of more functionality as a, as a smuggler, uh, the whole Western thing. Yeah. Like I, I said, it was Western, but like, it's still also sci-fi and, uh, and that uh, time will <laughs> kill.
0: All right. Very. I did, nice.
1: I did an awful job, by oh, the way. <laughs> that's
0: okay. All right. Oh, fun. that fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll edit and post. All right. And now rebuttal for Foxy starts now.
2: So my my thought on it though is like you know I, I'm not just gonna bash the movie. I, like how would I have done it differently? And I had a lot of thoughts about that too. And I I, I my feeling was that the exposition was too quick and there's like too much going on. And they could have, you need less characters. That way you can focus on certain characters. However, there were characters that they left out that I thought were important. You're introducing Lando. Lando had a very significant character in Empire Strikes Back in that Lobot guy. You know, the guy with like the thing around oh, yeah, his head. Yeah. And if you read like all the side books and stories, there's, there's a significant story between the two of them, which I thought would have been important. There's just a mention of, Bo- of uh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he, he seemed like he could have been a lot more significant. They, they had this crime syndicate that they talked about, you know, when, and Darth Maul showing up, I thought that was cool, but, and him running like all these syndicates, but they could have had that more of a focus, because you really did not know who the villain was in this movie, and I know that they explain that it's, it's Maul at the end, sort of, um, but there's all of these other things that are in line, the Empire, he's getting chased by the Empire at one point, later on in the movie, you didn't see anybody in that ship, you're just like, oh, I know that that's a Star Destroyer and they're coming after us, But you don't get to see who's actually chasing you. I thought that would be a little bit helpful um, in respect to that. Um, And then also, too, um, uh, they they mentioned Bosk. I want to see Bosk. Why why didn't you show him? Boba Fett, they didn't even mention him. Would have been useful. IG88, does anyone remember him? (laughs) I mean, there's so many characters they could have included that would have been a lot cooler.
0: Time. All right. All right. Very good, uh, very nice work. Big round of applause guys, very good. Uh, this, uh, we're gonna take a, a moment, to Darren and I step out and we confer with each other to see who had the best argument and we'll come back with a prize. And welcome back. Uh, with I'm sure you guys were sitting at home with bated breath. Who would win? Uh, Darren and I discussed, and uh, based on our other discussions we had earlier today, seeing the film, we felt the person who had the stronger argument for today would be Foxy Sellers, uh, hitting some of those points uh, about the Millennium Falcon. And uh, you have to download some woman's... <laughs> Information into it, which her, I thought was very her head. Her head, Lando. um, Lando's robot's head
1: was he, downloaded.
2: He, that's all
0: true. Mess, which, that's which is, true,
1: which is actually a very dark fate for that robot. If you
0: think yeah, about yeah. It. <laughs>
2: but it is a robot, so who cares if it dies?
0: But she did liberate the yeah. masses of other yes. robots. Here's your uh, uh prize, oh, amazing. excellent, thank um, you. Um, and uh, tell them what you've won. I've won a
2: 1,000 puzzle. Uh, For Star Wars solo, a solo Star Wars. It's got a picture of Lando. It's got the Wookiee Chewbacca with goggles on. Never seen that. Wonderful.
0: Nice. Uh, Han.
2: uh, Some TIE fighters in the background.
0: Does your girlfriend like doing puzzles? You could do that puzzle with her. We'll see. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, And we um, we do have a a prize as well for John. We do have a consolation prize for you. Pass that on to John. Uh, it is a uh, a Boba Fett. Oh uh, well, sorry. Tell him what you have won. I shouldn't describe uh, I, it for you.
1: I got a I got a Boba Fett fidget spinner. <laughs> yes, so, which is
0: pretty actually, which is pretty cool. Welcome to the fifth grade. Think, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's appropriate exciting. that there's
1: Star Wars items.
0: That's right, and yeah. that'll be the next standalone. I believe will be uh, will be Boba Fett. So you can, uh, you know, oh, think maybe, about see that. Maybe yeah.
1: they'll explain why his aim is so off.
0: <laughs> that's right and maybe he got spit out from Sarlacc Pit oh yeah you, you, don't, you know. don't know
1: when they're gonna start that film that's huh? right that's oh, right yeah. I would assume uh, it'd be more of a prequel they'd
2: show oh
0: younger. yeah that's true yeah. just yeah. as
2: long as he's not like you know an 8 year 11 year old kid <laughs> from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> he, got, he got even
0: shorter its I'm mad that about was... my dad um, that awesome be... <laughs> Well, uh, this, uh, is the end of our, uh, our show before we wrap up, we'd like for our guests just to kind of, uh, introduce themselves again and, uh, share with our audience where you can find them on social media, any projects you're working on comedy, et cetera. And either of you would like to go first. Uh,
1: I can go, uh, perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the social media. I'm on Instagram at, uh, Jabez John. Uh, I accidentally, deleted John Yabes and they won't let me get it back oh, no. <laughs> so I, I had to switch my name up a bit but I'm, I'm on but I'm on Twitter at, at John Yabes so that's going to confuse everybody right. but <laughs> just my name just different orders of my, of my name and uh, uh I'm going to do the whole stereotypical stand-up thing and just be like, I'm performing at all places at random times, maybe in the future. So right. that's, uh, that's pretty much where you could where you could find me. And, and just around Hollywood, if you see me walking down the street. <laughs> okay. Just stop him if you see him on the street. <laughs> and give me a big little hug. He likes that.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, John. And Foxy? Uh,
2: my name is Foxy Sellers. You can find me on all social media. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Twitter. Um, I think my, what do you call that, your carry-on or your, it's at Foxy Sellers. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Pinterest. I'm in all of them. It's all all good stuff. Uh, My website, though, I think I'm currently in some sort of legal battle with a winery (laughs) in Northern California. Uh, They're also known as the fox sellers um, but you know I'm a tastier wine that uh, <laughs> you know, take, does take a little while to
0: Good luck with that loss yeah.
2: <laughs> There's a bit in there somewhere.
0: That's good. Keep working it out. Um, we'd like to thank our guests once again, Foxy Sellers and uh, and John Yavis for coming on the show. Great job today. Enjoy those gifts. Big thanks to uh, Darren Kwan, the super producer, getting this all lined up. All the details. Thank you very much, Darren. And we'll see you again or hear you again. Or maybe you'll hear me again on the podcast next time on the Movie Standoff Podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great night.